everybody. Hello, Mark. How is everybody? Good. How are you, Mark? I'm doing fantastic. I hope you're all uh, doing good too. No injuries to speak of. No illnesses. That require you to you, you to go to the doctor at four o'clock on a Thursday. Back <laughs> on the West Coast. Yeah. One o'clock on the, on the West Coast. Like Living standard time. Once again, uh, you welcome to another edition of On the Mark Sports Talk with your host Mark with a C. We always had to get that in, in case people like log in and what the hell is this? Tell them what's going on. Uh, and then this is our ninetieth nine zero. Just think about that. Just think about those numbers. 90. 90. Uh, do you guys ever get 90s in school? Yeah. <laughs> 90 yeah. weekly shows. Yeah, That's history. 90 <laughs> weekly shows. Yeah. Unbelievable. Exactly. I'm school. Do you get 90s in school? Yeah. Who's, who's our scholar out there? Who got 90s all the time? Who had a 90 plus average? Any of studies, uh, but not in math. No, no, I was no. not only, 90, only, in, only in social studies. Yeah. <laughs> math and science. Yeah, I got a 40 yeah. in Spanish, but then, uh, then I had to get a tutor. And uh, you do? And you know, I mean, the teacher says to my open school night, she, the teacher likes me. She says, Oh, Manolo. That's my Spanish name. He, 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 he tries so hard. He's a nice yeah. boy, but 44, <laughs> 31, 16 <laughs> on test. I can't pass him. Didn't try at all. That sounds like my geometry scores. Yeah, but I got a two of the fabulous two of, and I got ninety five the rest of the year. So I had to had to adjust. Mark, Mark, yeah. Don't know much about history. Don't know much about biology. <laughs> don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about French <laughs> talk. Great song. Uh, the remake yeah, yeah, by Sam Herman Silhouettes. What was it? Silhouettes. No. Sam Cook. No, Sam Cook. Sam, Sam, Sam Cook. Cook. Sam Okay. Sam Cook. Yeah. I remember the Herman's Hermit. Hermit. Yeah. James Taylor and some other people. All right. Let's get serious here. First of all, mm-hmm. I need to acknowledge one of you people on the screen. 90 weeks ago, when I came up with this crazy idea of a weekly uh, sports talk show, I needed a name. He knows who I'm talking about right now. And so I talked to Ron Schreiber over there. And uh, Ron, Ron, raise your hand. Make sure everybody knows you. There you go. And Ron, believe it or not, was the one who actually came up with On the Mock. So I don't want to take credit. You probably say, hey, he's a genius. He came up with the name On the Mock. But no, Ron is like the co-producer of this show. You should be aware of that. I want you to be aware that he came up the with showrunner. the showrunner. And, and 90 weeks later on the mark is still here. And I yeah. thank you. I thank you, Ron. No I thank you all for showing up each week. <laughs> well, we have a fabulous show today in store for you. I know it's fantastic because I wrote the script. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to start with Gerald's numbers report. Up to 90, and when soon, we'll, soon we'll be out of numbers, but we'll talk about that. Anyway, Gerald's numbers report this week is, is sponsored by Snow Sleds. <laughs> snow Sleds. Right. <laughs> Some of them are very valuable, the old ones, right? From, from Flexible flyers. 40 years ago. Uh, all right, so what do you have? Ryan O'Neill, Julius Peppers, 
Jason Pierre-Paul, yeah. Rob Burnett, T.J. Watt, Neil Smith, Larry Brooks, Darnell Dockett, Phil Hansen, Jeff Zaganina, Michael Brockers, Jay Ratliff, George Webster, Javon Kiersey, Chris Kelsey, Tony Brackens, Terry Wooden, uh, Macro Coleman, Demarcus Lawrence, Ezra Johnson, Justin Smith, Al Harris, Mario Williams, Corey Smith, Alonzo Spellman, Malcolm Brown, Grady Jackson, Dan Owens, Pat Simmons, and Jerron Reed. Wow, that's some list. Wow. I, I, I didn't I didn't see any of those names. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> I had I had Drew Gooden as the only NBA player. Did you have him? Yeah, but he wasn't noteworthy enough, so I didn't include him. Yeah, but the only, <laughs> the only one ever to have a 90 in the NBA. Yeah. You guys remember him, Drew Gooden? Yeah. Good player at Kansas. That's where we went to. I remember from Kansas. All right. Thank you, uh, uh, Gerald, for the numbers no, you bought. And, no relation uh, to Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have an addition to the 90 or that he didn't mention? Again, we're not doing it just to kill time. The numbers, it's supposed, you're supposed to bring back memories of some of these, these players from our past. And I hope some of them uh, brought back a memory here and there. Okay, as far as the beep beeps go, oh, I got a couple that I found just this past weekend. Uh, Quentin Spain, I thought that's unusual name, Spain for a last name. He's on the Bengals. You guys know that? Not familiar. No, <laughs> he's a god. Uh, and ha ha, Clinton Dix. Yes, right right, we know him. Uh, ben Jarvis Green Ellis. I like these names. They really, they're so, I mean, you can go to the bathroom and come back. You still mention the name Ben Jarvis Green. It's you know, it's a uh, multi second <laughs> name. And then I got this one here the 48th ranked golfer of the world. South Africa. Now, I don't know I'll screw up his name, but his first name is Christian. And it, his name is T-I-A-A-N as part of the Christian. His last name, there we go, Bezoiden House. House. Anyway, it's B-E-Z-U-I-D-E-N-H-O-U-T-H. I don't know how many letters that is, but I thought if you say that name five times fast, people will look at you funny. Afrikaans. What's that? It's an Afrikaans name, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm not making fun of the Afrikaans yeah. name. No, there, I, and as, as a, uh, that, but that's what it sounds like. The double A. <laughs> as a Jewish boy brought up in Brooklyn and moved to Flushing, and now I'm here in Douglas, and mm -hmm. I just think it's a funny name. What's that? Ron has I a question, Mark. I just, I just have a name to add. I think I got something, uh, an email this week from the Ducks that they signed, I think, what, a Dustin Woodcock. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> a good Dustin Wood, yeah. Woodcock. Woodcock. You know, I think we had that name before. I think that's... Mark, you know, Mark, you know, I had a funny name. Remember a pitcher, an old-time pitcher, Cal McGlish? Yeah. Yeah. I think his name was Calvin Coolidge, Julius Caesar, something yes. else. McGlish. <laughs> yes. That's right. He yes. had a cool name. Cool name. Yeah. And picture they always, and always he was ambidextrous at one time. I was didn't it? know that, but they always had yeah, yeah, his full name every time he pitched against the Yankees. Yeah. 
Well, what about uh, Minnesota? There was also a Cal Abram. 100, 100 names. What's that? Minnie Minoso had a whole bunch of names. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I also learned that uh, Toby Gardenhire. Yeah. Ron's son. Right. It's sort of named as a minor league uh, manager for the St. Paul Saints. Yeah. Triple A. Triple A. Yeah. Uh, so, so Toby is following in his dad's footsteps. Okay, enough for the... Uh... Wait a minute, the St. Paul Saints were an independent team. They now became AAA? Yeah, they're the, they're the Twins AAA affiliates. Oh. There you go. So it, mean, it means more it to in... go watch those games when you it go was in visit. Today's paper. When you go visit, Larry, okay? Yeah. So this day in sports, January 20th. Right. Wasn't this the day they always had the um, um, State of the Union? No, inauguration. Inauguration. Oh, that's what the 20th was? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the 20th. Anyway. Have the the, the 1952. Not, not this year. We all remember, not all of us, but most of us remember 1952. Well, yeah. the NBA's first superstar. Who was it? George, George Michael. Michael. Scored a career high of 61 points as the Minneapolis Lakers beat the Rochester Royals. In double overtime, but 61 points for, for Mike on that day. In 67, you all remember 67, right? <laughs> I think so. And that was 61 points before the shot clock. Yeah. <laughs> Will Chamberlain of the 76ers makes all of his 15 field goal attempts in a win over the Lakers, the L.A. Lakers at this time. It was an NBA record at the time for 15 field goals in a row. He went on and broke it two more times in the same season. So Will Chamberlain comes up here. 1968. Remember that year? Mm -hmm. I think I graduated something that year. Not a good year. High school. Yeah. High school. In 68, Peggy Fleming. Oh, Pe oh I used to yeah, love no, Peggy Fleming. The way she, way she skated, right? Or she won a champ, some sort of championship on that, uh, on that day today. Female championship, metal, Peggy Fleming. Probably. Yeah. Wonder what she looks like today. Still alive, isn't she? I believe so, yes. Believe so. So. Yeah. Also on this day in 1968, the same 70s. day we're talking about Peggy Fleming, the exact same day, this you'll remember. I hope you do. University of Houston, the Cougars beat UCLA 71-69 to 69 69, in the right. Astrodome, ending UCLA's 47-game winning streak. Yeah. Elvin Hayes beats Lou Alcinda. Still called Lou Alcinda back in those days. Remember that game? Yep. Again, they put college basketball on the map. Oh, wow. And the, you remember how they set the, uh, the court up yep. back in those days? The, the people sat. There was a big, a big difference, a big uh, space between the court and where the people, where the stands were. It looked really, really funny, but they got the game in there. I don't know what the attendance was, but uh, I remember that game. Elvin Hayes couldn't miss in that day. Yeah. Anyway, the, the UCLA went on and beat them in the um, in the tournament. One hundred one to sixty nine. A month ago, a couple of months later, in nineteen seventy, at the NBA's twentieth All Star game in the Spectrum. Any of you guys ever been to the Spectrum? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. 
Uh, it's gone now. You knock it down, and it's still sitting there doing something. Now it's Wells Fargo. Something. Yeah, Wells Fargo Arena. Oh, it's called something else. It's still there. Okay. Well, in that in that game, uh, Willis Reed, of course, was the of course Willis Reed was the MVP. But the interesting thing about this day was Dick and Tom Van Osdale played in the same talking? game for the first yeah. time. Here's one in '74. I don't know where these schools were. Fred, maybe you know. Essex Community College beats Englewood Cliffs in basketball. Sounds like New Jersey, right? It is. But Essex beats Englewood. Get this score. 210 (laughs) to 67. (laughs) Wow. I wonder if they... uh, there was no mercy rules in those days. They must, they must have had some sort of conference after My that home. game. Nineteen <laughs> has a question or comment. Didn't, didn't, Princeton, didn't Princeton have a game where uh, neither team scored more than 10 points? I think there was one. Yeah, I remember yeah, when. Yeah, before the shot clock. Yeah, they yeah, to hold the on ball, to the ball and freeze the ball. Corners, yeah. Freeze the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Especially mm. if you were playing against a, a powerhouse, you knew you're not going to win. Yep. Mm. Let's just hold the ball by keep away. <laughs> 1980, President Jimmy Carter, who, believe it or not, and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings here, mm. he was in the listing of like one of the five worst presidents we've ever had. That's not that's not what the uh, yeah. the oh, C-SPAN rating oh. system shows. Is that he's not uh, he's not that far down? No. Okay, I read it somewhere. Anyway, he announced his United States boycott of the Olympics in Moscow on this day. Also, on this gate, on this day in 1989, Mario Lemieux, hockey, becomes the second player to score 50 goals in less than 50 games, did in 44 games. And who did it first? Great one. It's supposed to be Gretzky, right? Yeah. Yeah. And in 1995, this is my last one for the day. See, NHL finally begins their season here in the uh, the the end of February, as they had a very lengthy strike back in 1995. Wow. Yes, uh, Stephen G. Oh, I think you're muted. We don't hear a word you're saying. I think in 1985, the, uh, the 20th was the day of a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of Niners. Super Bowls. Yeah, Not, uh, Montana beat uh, beat my uh, who's Miami famous quarterback? Marino, Marino, Dan Marino. Yeah, Stanford Stadium, thirty-five yeah. to ten or fourteen, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I saw them. I, I left them out because it, it, it was so a lot of Super Bowls around this date uh, in the early Super Bowls. Yeah, uh, Gerald. Couple of things. Peggy Fleming is still alive. She was born in 1948. And regarding George Mikan, uh, when the Lakers decided to move from Minneapolis to Los Angeles, he refused to to go with the team. So the Lakers offered him a five percent team ownership, and he refused. And his wife t- thought he was an idiot. And when he and when he passed away, he passed away a very poor man. And Shaquille O'Neal paid for his burial expenses. Wow. I thought that was amazing. I it thought that's very interesting. That's very interesting. Yes, yes. So he didn't go with them to Los Angeles. So what did he do? He just quit? 
I think he became, yeah, I think he became an insurance salesman, never really did well, and was a poor man. If mean, I, remember uh, correctly. I think he became later commissioner of the old American. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, he, yeah. 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 I think he may have been a lawyer too. Yeah. Attorney. Right. I think. Probably not a good lawyer if he didn't, if he went, I don't know. Die a poor man. Yeah. Okay. He didn't put money away. I don't know. Anyway, baseball. Blackout still going on. Today is day number 49. But who's counting? You are. You are. They have to, they have to resolve this. What's that? Spring training obviously is not going to be on time, one way or the yeah. other. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, when do the, uh, they're supposed to report? Catches. I don't have that like day. I, I think it was like February 15th. Is, I think oh, they said yeah, they yeah, have yeah, to reach an agreement by yeah, February yeah, 1st to have a full spring training. Okay. Yeah. So that's two weeks away. And then if they have a shortened spring training, they don't need all that time to spring training. It doesn't. The pitchers do, though. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure they're working on it right now as we're talking somewhere. Yeah. So they are throwing the ball. Um, <laughs> the ball. It's not resolved. Yeah. The spring training will be delayed. Season may be delayed. Uh, how long a season? If this is all gets it's delayed. Yeah. Or will there right. be any season at all? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, it's hard to tell. Tuesday at 4 o'clock. That's when it starts. Uh um, the Hall of Fame announcements probably yeah. won't be till six o'clock. When they say four o'clock, it means come join yeah. us. We'll yeah. talk about all the people yeah. in the running. And by six o'clock, when more people are by their TVs. So. I, I surely hope that all those people of steroid fame don't make it. What's on that? You guys want to talk about that for a second? What's your opinion? Right, sweet. I, I gave it. No, who else? <laughs> we hear you. You guys want to talk about this? About uh, if you're, you think these guys steroid uh, should get in? No, yeah. should get in. Howie? They all should. They all should. They were very good. They were just, yeah. they okay. were just competing at a particular time. And people use steroids. Other people. Amphetamines, you know, and all it's not fair to the other players who weren't on steroids. We don't know who was on steroids and who wasn't. Well, it's not fair for those who weren't, whether we know it or not. But Bonds was never caught beyond steroids. You blew up like like you know what. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, how do you how do you explain this hitting? How do you explain the contact? Steroids does not affect that. It may affect uh, now, you know, a rod. A rod might make it because he he was on steroids later in his career. <laughs> well, so was Bonds. Uh, Bonds was uh, pretty. Bonds didn't start using until A-Rod achieved quite a bit without the steroids. So did, so did Bonds. Bonds. Look at his record. Right. So did people Bonds. say. Bonds would have been in the Hall of Fame even if he wasn't on steroids. Yep, That's right. What, on what right. basis? Yeah, yeah. Bonds would be Bonds. Very good player. Is that, is that going to do it? So, I'm, I'm, see, uh, Danny, want to comment? I mean, a lot, a lot of the players, you know, when nobody was talking about steroids, are already in the Hall of Fame from, from previous eras. You always wonder how they've developed. The one that I look at, for example, is Reggie Jackson. You look at Reggie Jackson when he was in Oak, on Oakland, he was half the size of what he was in the Yankees. Hmm. If What's you look at mean? films, he was a skinny, what? real guy. 
You should you know, see me when I was 18, 19, 20 years old. Yeah, you know, sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, we really developed. So, you know, sure, to say. We and then, you know, all, all of these other players are in the Hall of Fame. We shouldn't sanction cheating where we know about. Yeah, so I agree with everything. I agree with you, Larry. I agree with everybody else. But the bottom line is, in 19, when they all went on strike in 1994, baseball, right. I said this before, baseball, people were ready to get rid of baseball forever. And then when baseball returned, all these all these druggies and, and people who were took, right. taking all those drugs and things like that, all, all the steroid people, they made baseball so exciting. The, the Sosur, McGuire, A-Rod, they, they were the, the greatest yeah. baseball players we've ever seen. 70 home runs a season, better than you know, yeah. out of the park. But it's also got caught with a court bath. They played the sport. And in that regard, I would vote them all in. I don't know. I played baseball and I drank milk. It didn't help me. <laughs> Eat a chocolate milk, Mark. Yeah. Oh, chocolate milk. Sugar. Sugar. So I Organic milk. A steroid doesn't fix the eyes. It doesn't fix a lot of things. You still had to be an excellent player right. in order to hit the number of home runs. You had to, you didn't have to, the pitcher didn't know, oh, this guy's on sales. I'll give him a, a good pitch to pitch. These guys were very good players yeah. and they decided they wanted to be a little better. They worked yeah. hard at it. Yeah, it wasn't as if they didn't work at it. They worked at it. All right. Steven. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to come down on the other side. Uh, they they got their rewards. They got the championships. They got a lot of money, but the Hall of Fame is supposed to be an honor. Nobody's entitled to that honor. You know, hey, I, I, I don't know what criteria you want to use to to, to, to to be given an honor. Uh, wasn't Ty Cobb a criminal? Yeah. Well, uh, it wasn't proven. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure that yeah. You know, there's some players who, who should who should be kicked out, but the, but they're not going to be. Yeah. Players. Uh, yeah, look, if, there there are some players who maybe they didn't cheat, but they, but they have a hard time getting in because they because they're considered obnoxious. Yeah, you know? I can think of one who's on the ballot right now. Yeah, you know? uh, I don't know how it would come down on him. Uh, uh, Kurt Schilling, is it interesting? Yeah. Kurt Schilling, right? Yeah, if he and, gets uh, it, it'll be a sin because he said he doesn't want to be on the ballot, and they put him on anyway. Uh, Roger. Yeah, I know. I hear, I hear what you're saying, Stephen. Of course, you know, then if you go by that criteria, there's not too many good players left, you know, good citizens or whatever. I mean, you know, Babe Ruth was kind of, a, you know, a bit of a carouser too and everything. I mean, did you just go by what they accomplished on the field or oh, you know, like Pete Rose, you know, was betting well, on game? Was not a, was a carousing yeah. is not a crime. Uh, yeah. No, I'm uh, just saying you had plenty of drunks and all kind of, you know, crazy guys in there. But um, uh, what's the criteria? Yeah. The thing is, right. people who I mean, took is the, it just Johnny Bench and Lou Merrigan? Yeah, they that got them so at the expense. You know, they may have damaged or ruined other people's careers because they, uh, they, they, because they want it. Yeah, they, I mean, DiMaggio was a phenomenal ball player, but from what I've heard, and you know, he wasn't the nicest guy. <laughs> so, I mean, in terms of better center politics, field, too, not politics, have been a better center I mean, field. the sports writers, you know. You should yeah, lose the sports writers. They'll give you a vote. I don't know. Yeah, um, Gerald, Brady Anderson must have been uh, on steroids or something because he had a 15-year career. One he had 210 year. home yeah. runs, and 50 of those home runs were in one season. 
Yeah. That's just, is that a statistical anomaly or was there something going on? Something He's going not getting on. into the Hall of Fame anyway. No, no I know, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that's an illustration of something was going on with Brady Anderson. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They, 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 they barred them for 10 years already. So don't you think it's time to, well, you, some people say absolutely not. Okay. Well, let's talk about Pete Rose for a little bit. What do you think? Uh, listen, uh, he didn't bet on his team to lose, right? <laughs> Be nice if he said he was sorry or something. But yeah, he's also <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got an attitude. I, th I think you're right, Roger. Mm, if, he, if he had said something like that, he might be in there now. Maybe, maybe. All he needed to say, Larry, I'm sorry. <laughs> that works for you. I don't know. The, the greatest hitter of all time. <laughs> All right, let's, let's move on from here, but we'll see what happens. When we come back yeah. next Thursday, we'll know who, who made it and who didn't, and we could talk about uh, if you're happy with the decisions or not. Okay. Uh, Mets news. The Mets hired a, a bench coach, Glenn Sherlock. Yes. Man's been around. He was a minor league catcher. He was a coach under Terry Collins for the Mets, and he was a coach uh, for Mickey Calloway. Another story of Mickey Calloway. <laughs> he also coached for the Yankees and the Diamondbacks when Buck Showalter was managing the Diamondbacks. So he, they know each other. And right, for a bench yeah. coach, that's the guy he talks to the whole game. Uh, so I'm happy for Mr. Glenn Sherlock. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about this because the news broke, I think, when we were actually doing the, the show two weeks ago that David Cohen is going to be the um, um, Sunday night um, yeah. analyst mm -hmm. um, with um, on, on the regular show. I forgot who the regular broadcaster is. Who's the regular um, does the play-by-play? -play? Anyone know? They, they named a new one. I forgot who they it was. named a new one. Mm -hmm. so he's going to be on the Sunday night baseball. Oh, yes, and, of course, yeah. his time with yes is going to shrink in half supposedly. Right. He's only doing 50 games instead of 100 games. And, uh, and of course, they said, my, um, working with Michael Kay and Paul O'Neill. So who else is going to fill in? You have an idea? Michael? I oh, heard sorry. a rumor today on the FAN, on, on FAN, that it might be Carlos Beltran. That might be interesting. To work with them on the air? Yeah. You got to get somebody. Yeah. You know, Singleton, somebody. Singleton retired. Singleton right. was great, by the way. He what about, about John Flaherty? <coughs> he was been in the studio the last, uh, I don't oh. know how many games. He didn't work too many games this year. Oh, he didn't do any games? Not many. No, he was in the studio a lot. Yeah. That'd be interesting. The one time they had so many and they were rotating them all around, but now they're down they to. Bring, uh, they should bring back Buck Showalter. That's why I think they should. Bring <laughs> <laughs> the Yankees signed a 17 year old kid. You can write his name down. And see how this kid uh, materializes over the years. No. His name is Roger Roderick Arias. They got him from an international signing period. Now he's a shortstop. They have Anthony Volpe in the wings. They have As Oswald Peraza in the wings. So are those guys going to be trade bait? Are they going to uh, play with this kid uh, Arias? They have three potential shortstops in the next uh, in the near future. He's only seventeen, so. We're not talking about uh, tomorrow. And the Twins signed the Venezuelan 
play it. Brian Acuna. He's uh, Ronald Jr.'s uh, brother. 16-year-old brother. So how about that? So he must have good stock, too. Please record your message. When you finish recording, you may hang up or press one for more audio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that you, Alan? It must be you, Alan. <laughs> okay, very nice. You know, we're, we're live here, you know. And there's no editing left to show. My Lord, let me get here. All right. And, and one more note, baseball note. I guess you guys heard this. That Carlos Correa has hired, has hired Scott Boris as his agent. Oh. So you know what that means? Mets can write them off. Three hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah. want to sign Carlos Correa. God bless him. Yogi Cabrera retired officially from baseball. And could you name one besides the Yankees? Can you name a different team he played for? I think well, that team. Nice. Brewers. Giants. Pirates. I don't have the Brewers. Brewers. I don't have the Brewers. Giants. Pirates. Yankees. Yeah. Did he play for the Twins? No twins. No twins, okay. Did he play for the Pirates? Pirates is his last team, 2019. Well, he played for the Royals, the Blue Jays, the White Sox, the Royals again, Cleveland. So he played for 11 Braves. Mentioned wow. to the Who Braves. Are we Pittsburgh. Melky Cabrera. Cabrera. Oh. You know, his real name is not Melky Cabrera. It's Melky Cabrera Astacio. I believe in Espanol, they, they take their first and middle name, and that's their name, but they really have a real last name. That's uh, oh. I think that mother's maiden name. Mother's maiden. They, both, they take the mother and the, uh, yeah. they take uh, both yeah. names. Yeah. That, 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 yeah, that's why they expanded through the Mets. Rojas is, Rojas is not a loop. Right. 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 Interesting. Okay, so we're up to Michael. Michael, we're up to your Yankees and Jets or anybody else you want to rant about. And I just want to tell you that your, your, your rant this week, Michael, it's sponsored by Dirt. <laughs> I hope you like your sponsor. Yeah, that, was, that, that means it was sponsored by Dick Tidrow. That was his, uh, <laughs> just to say. Well, anyway, uh, in doing my research for this rant for today, a couple of things I noticed. Number one, I read an article that uh, it might be interesting if the Yankees tried to put uh, Joey Gallo at leadoff because he was very good at walking and his on-base pace percentage, and perhaps he wouldn't strike out so much. He wouldn't have that type of pressure. That's one thing I noticed. And uh, let me just get into one of the things that I wanted to rant about. Uh, and I would begin with, believe it or not, Sandy Koufax. I don't think there's anybody in this panel who would not agree that Koufax might have been, or probably was, the best pitcher we've ever seen. And yep. the greatness of his career was for about the last five years of his career, which leads me to bring you to the possibility of uh, Don Mattingly making the Hall of Fame. And when you think of Don Mattingly, in the case of him in the Hall of Fame, he was arguably the best player in the major leagues for a six-year span from 1984 to 1989. He averaged 27 home runs, 114 RBIs, and he put up a, a 327, 372, 530 slash line, okay? 
over those six seasons. He took home nine gold gloves. And in the 1985 Most Valuable Player Award, I mean, he did a lot of things. He hit a respectable 222 home runs. And uh, he was absolutely incredible. And yet uh, all of these other players who are up in the Hall of Fame, uh, it's going to be them. And, and not writingly, and it looks like the 15 years uh, of his eligibility has passed him by. So that's rant number two about uh, what I want to say. Uh, rant number three goes to the uh, what's going on in football. And it appears that the Jets uh, and the Giants, uh, they are going to uh, probably miss making the playoffs. But there's something they could possibly do where they could become close to getting into the playoffs. And I was listening on the radio. There's a quarterback out there who they could probably make a trade for with a couple of draft choices. The, the Jets uh, have some have a lot of draft choices. The Giants have a few. And that's Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson on either of those teams could get them pretty close because he's a great quarterback. And that's the one thing the Giants and the Jets could use. And I think the Jets could easily trade uh, Wilson for uh, Deshaun Watson. And I think they would take him. So yeah. those are the things that uh, I've come to mind in my research and what I want to discuss for my rant today. Thank you. Okay. Uh, my <laughs> opinion about Watson, I mean, he, had, he didn't play at all this year. How do you know, oh, yeah. first of all, he's going to come back and be a star? And number two, he's going to go to jail. <laughs> right. Maybe. So right. Take a people can't be wrong. Michael. Yeah. That is Just, nothing. You know, my, 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 professional, <laughs> my professional side kind of guides me to thinking that this guy – as an individual is vermin. Um, and yeah. I have a difficult, I know that there are a lot of inconsistencies, but what he did was so egregious. I, I just, uh, mm. I, you know, I know it's, it's, we're often hypocritical and inconsistent, but mm. I, I, I don't want him. But the other thing about Matting, about Mattingly, um, you know, I've said before, I'm, I'm very strict when it comes to um, the Hall of Fame. If I were voting, I'd probably vote very few in each year because I think the guidelines are too loose. Koufax was so superior to anyone. And I think that those years were, were just so remarkable um, that he's really one of the only exceptions. Mattingly, I love Mattingly. And I wish he had a couple of more years uh, because those five years he was fabulous. But I, I, I still think Koufax was so, Koufax was the greatest ever. And those years were so remarkable um, they're incomparable. So he, to me, he's the only exception about the five year. Good point. Good point. I agree with that. I agree with that. I have to agree with that. Uh, Steven. As a Yankee said, I have to agree with that. Pitchers can make it without that long a career. Uh, if they were dominant. Kovac is not the only one. Uh, Dean didn't have that long a career, yeah. but he was dominant and he got in. Uh, uh, the probably others will great for a short amount of time, either injury or Colfax with his arm. I mean, he might have retired at a very early, you know, if he pitched another five years, he might not have had the same, he might not have continued to have the same reputation, you know. But for, 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 for a short career, he's certainly the, the best ever. Uh, but, the, uh, but there were others that you know, I didn't see very much of from when I was young. One think of one in particular, Warren Spawn, who uh, came back from, from the Second World War. Didn't have a great arm, but, but won I think, 20 games in a 
13 yeah. years in a row or something like that. You know? um, yeah, in an age of uh, hitting superstars in the National League in the 50s, um, you, you make a, a, a good case of you know, greatness over a very long period in terms of super greatness over a shorter period. I don't know how you balance it. Uh, for those five seasons, Colfax basically almost single-handedly he the Dodgers uh, three pennants and two uh, two world championships. Uh, um, I don't know if anybody else has done that. But, you know, you can make an argument for who's greatest for a short career, who's greatest for a long career. Uh, okay. Hey, Joe. Yeah, uh, Jackie Robinson is another exception. He only played uh, from 47 through uh, 56. Okay. Gerald. He got in for obvious yeah. reasons, but that's good a point. A relatively short career. Right. Gerald? Just wanted to mention two things. Uh, Warren Spawn won his first game when he was 25 years old. He was in the Army, he was a sergeant. Yeah. So I think that's pretty remarkable. Secondly, uh, Mike, I think Mattingly had an absolutely fantastic career when you consider that on a 162-game average, he had 20 homers, 100 RBIs, batted 307. So some people have said Keith Hernandez should be in the Hall of Fame. If Keith gets in, I think Mattingly definitely should get in. I think his, Mattingly's numbers right now, I think, are Hall of, are Hall of Fame, in my judgment. And, Gerald, that plus the fact you have not seen a better first baseman than Mattingly and Hernandez. They were. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But didn't Mattingly start as an outfielder? Yes. You know, yes. You know what happened? You know what happened with Mattingly? I don't know if you recall. The Yankee first baseman was Ken Griffey Sr., and he got hurt. Mattingly was an outfielder, and Mattingly replaced Ken Griffey Sr. as a first baseman in the rest of his team. Interesting. Very good. All right, yeah. Roger. Yeah, but also, Mike, I think they had Steve Balboni at the time, too, and they weren't sure. You know, Balboni clearly couldn't play the outfield, man, and they right. could. It was something, you know, ultimately they got rid of him, too. But uh, right, yeah, right. he came up right. Bye-bye, Balboni. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. But, I, no, I, was, I agree with Mattingly. I'm, I'm always, I was a big Mattingly fan as well. Hernandez and Mattingly, the best. No one was better on Bunce than Hernandez. I mean, it was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fielding Bunce and starting yeah. double plays was unreal. Yeah, going back to Koufax, they had something on TV the other day. Not sure what channel I was watching it. They were, they were saying that they had about four or five of the pitchers who had who had the best five years in a row. Period. They had oh, Colfax. Yeah. They yeah. had uh, Pedro Martinez. They mm -hmm. had a Randy Johnson. They had a uh, a Maddox. Mike, not Mike Maddox. Greg, 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 Greg Maddox. Yeah. And one more of like a five-year mm -hmm. period. Like nobody was better than these people in the five-year period. Uh, Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson. Yeah. They had a Bob Gibson also in this, this. Ferguson Jenkins, he, he won 20 games. He wasn't listed. <laughs> wasn't? Well, he won 20 games six years in a row. There you go. Yeah. You go. He should have been. All right. right. But they, didn't, they didn't bring him out in the story. But good. They Can, I right. Can I say something about Koufax? When Sandy Koufax was pitching, it was one of the first times I've ever seen a ball game from behind the catcher angle, you know, instead of up on top or from the back, from, uh, from the outfield, they were showing pictures from behind the catcher uh, more frequently 
And when Koufax was pitching, I've never seen a drop curveball more, more like uh, what's radical than Sandy Koufax's curveball to go along with his fastball. So uh, that that was when I really was. Uh, and the batters knew, and the batters knew what was coming, and they couldn't hit him. <laughs> <laughs> let, let's move on because uh, how, no, how, how easy to is this car? You know, where are you? Where are you? Where San Ramon. No, you're in, San, in the car in San Ramon? <laughs> yes, in the car. Look, see? Seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> so Howie went from the house. He had to drive his wife to a doctor, I guess. And she's in the doctor right now. Is she next to you? Now she's in the doctor. Okay, so you can talk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Howie's West Coast report this week is is, is sponsored by snow globes. The snow globes. How many down. did you have guys have as a have as a child, or how many did your if you have kids? How many did kids have? My kids had a lot. I think they're still in the attic. All right. So Howie, what's your West Coast report? Uh, okay. Uh, NBA, the Warriors. There's the number number the number seven all round pick, Jonathan Kuminga, out of the Congo. Speaks English as a second language. He's 19 years old. Just played high school. He's starting now in place of Draymond Green, who's out with a bad back. This guy had a double double Tuesday night, and he's about six seven, six eight. Who knows? He's probably growing. But he's really gained a big shot, big chance, and it's the future of the club, along with Moses uh, uh, Moody, who was their number 14 pick. Uh, but just watch just watch this guy, Kaminga. Uh, the other thing that's going on, uh, the Oakland's uh, council, they got the environmental report, and they gave the go-ahead for uh, what the A's want uh, in downtown. Uh, but uh, there's a long way to go. But the environment, they passed the environmental report. So that was big. Stay there. Uh, Staying in Oakland? Yeah. Well, no. That means they got to, they, they, there's, bill, there's billions of dollars here and they got to get the county, the city, the port, the state to chip in. Uh, the team is willing to chip in $12 billion, but what they get is two tax deferred districts they're building a a, a, a theater uh parks housing uh commercial stuff you name it so the ace stand to make a lot from it but it's a long way making everybody happy hmm. yeah yeah and the only thing else is the only point i'm going to make about the steroids thing you know i know Bonds was an asshole. We used to say that back here in San Francisco. We used to say, yeah, he's an asshole, but he's our asshole. <laughs> uh, there's guys who are in the hall who use steroids. One, we, we, I was thought of because we thought about the best catchers in history, Ivan Rodriguez. He came to spring yes. training once and his head was twice as big. And wow. it was obvious he was on steroids. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if he was ever named or anything, but this guy was voted into the hall. So I don't know how you can And he may be truth, on your really. list for those 10 catches we're going to get to in a few minutes. Yeah. He is. He is. There you go. Anyway, 
That's all I got. Go Niners, hopefully. Go Niners. Go Niners. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Howie. Uh, we're up to the uh, Larry Report. from the, It's called the Larry Report from Fairfax, Virginia. <laughs> Larry has a report. And you have a sponsor this week, Larry. How do you yes. like that? You do a couple of reports. They, someone signs a, wants to be your sponsor. And your sponsor this week is Scissors. <laughs> scissors, you know, step, step. I mean, uh, we all use scissors. I'm sure you have lots of scissors in your house. I went around, I counted 12. Why do I need 12 scissors? You can see one for each room. Now, my house is not that big, but I have 12. Anyway, Larry anybody, from Fairfax, what do you got? Does anybody recognize the two people in this picture? Larry, you got to turn it sideways and closer to the screen. Closer to the screen. Closer to the screen. It may be just. It may bring it down a little bit. Yeah. Bring it down a little bit, right there. It's a little too blurry when it's too close. I know it's hard to see. You see the head of the guy. Uh, the guy tried to the share left. screen. We couldn't do it. I say Will Chamberlain and uh, Muggsy Bowes. All right. <laughs> I was I was gonna guess that's the liquor store that Roy Campanella owned when he yeah when he played for Brooklyn. No, it's the New York Giants. Monty Irvin handing liquor boxes to teammate Willie Mays. Oh, it is Willie in the night in the 1954 liquor store. Huh. Their store was a block away from our East New York Brooklyn <laughs> residence. Willie Mays and Monty Irvin used their $11,000 1954 World Series shares, worth $150,000 today, to open up the Wilmot Liquors Inc. Inc. store located at 556 Pennsylvania Avenue in East New York, Brooklyn. That's, my, that's where I grew up. I well, grew up on Georgia Avenue between Riverdale and Lavona. I, I grew up in a couple a couple of towns over in East Flatbush. Okay, again. Yeah. Yeah. They each had they each had a 25% share of the Wilmot liquor store sales. Their lawyer, Howard Cosell, <laughs> got a liquor license. We lived on Sheffield Avenue, a middle-class Jewish neighborhood a block away from the Mays Urban Liquor Store. On the block of the liquor store was Gilbert's Candy Store, offering my favorite Charlotte Ruse cake and egg cream soda. Wow. At a barber shop with Marilyn Monroe counters on the wall, an eye opener for this 12-year-old at the time. <laughs> huh. Yeah. We had lots of heated arguments. Who was the best New York center fielder? Duke Snyder, my choice and the choice of my friends. Mickey Mantle, choice of others on our block. Or Willie Mays. I do not remember anybody choosing him. <laughs> Could you show the picture again, Larry? It's a famous up? picture. It gets around. Yeah. Wow. Mm. You see that? Wow. That's cool. He, he's not that much taller than him. Let's yeah. Bring it up a little bit. Let me see that yeah, feet. It looks like on the picture, it looks a lot taller. There's something on the ground. Bring right. it down, Larry. Down. Why is he so much taller? He's on a box. He's on a box. He's on a box. He's on a step. One is on a step and the other is on the ground. Muggsy Bowes. Oh, yeah. Muggsy Bowes and Will Chamberlain. What do you say? 
Too bad you couldn't you couldn't grant me uh, joint host status. Then when I would have been able to put yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 Gerald, you remember living there? Yes. Uh, a couple of things. The store only lasted for one year. Their original intention uh, uh, intention was to get a liquor store license for, for a store in Harlem, and it never panned out. So they opened this store, and it only lasted for one year, 1954. Wow. Well, what was the address? Charlotte Russes. You, know, you, know uh, you, you know why Charlotte Russes stopped being sold? Charlotte, Charlotte Russes. Uh, I asked uh, a, a bakery owner, and it turns My out favorite. that you're right. The paper became too expensive. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, God, wow. did I love Charlotte Russo? I thought it had something with the name. Oh, Isn't there a store now called Charlotte Russo? Yes. Yes, yes, there is. Yes, there is. Uh, what, what was that address on Pennsylvania Avenue? Well, let me get it for you here. It's five, you said? It five? was uh, 556 Pennsylvania Avenue. All right, so if any of you guys are ever in Brooklyn, I'm driving off the... Uh, the Interboro, the Jackie um, Robinson. Was too far? Yeah. It was a couple yeah. of blocks away Break from the down. Thomas Jefferson High School. Right. Yeah. Across yeah. the street from that liquor store was the baseball field for that right. high school. The ball right. field, right? Next time you're in Brooklyn, let pass this by. Tell us what's there now. Okay, <laughs> we're up to the next report. And this is uh, something that Ron... Uh, told me about over the weekend. You want to talk about it, Ron? Yeah, let me see. Let me show the, the uh, what, wait. Can you guys see that article before? Family Hardball. What? Family Hardball. The article is about a satchel page in the Ralph Kind of baseball card. Oh, oh yeah, apparently, yeah. Apparently his son is suing his mother. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. He claims that she gave him the cards in the mid 80s as a present okay but then now she's claiming he gave her the cards as a present because she loves satchel page uh favorite baseball player this or that don't and look back it's gotten to the point where they're not talking to each other the son is suing the mother and it, supposedly in top condition, which they're probably not, the cards could go for $25,000. Oh. <laughs> so I, I, at first, my when I told my wife, she says, oh, is, is he suing his mother because she threw out his baseball cards? Yeah. all of us. could all sue for that. Exactly. Mom is 82 years old, so I don't know what kind of health she's in right now. Well, she wait till she dies. I just want to wait her out. <laughs> she said, well, that was her point. She says, I don't know how much time I have left. So I oh. want to enjoy the cards. 82, I enjoy the cards. But but now she's the apparently the son has a family. She, she has nothing to do with that family now. It, it's a shame. Mm, yeah. Unbelievable. Um, All right. Just Thank make you. sure your baseball cards, you know who's getting them. <laughs> Like 60,000 right behind me right here. There you go. Anyway, we're up to our homework assignment. And I hope some of you guys did it. It should be fun. Um, the top 10 catches Mark, in Major I League. I you my answers. I do have it right in front of me, Cher. Um, oh. Before we go to this top, your top 10, or 
one or two or three of your top 10. Yeah, my wife, who doesn't know too much about sports, I say, you know, we're doing these uh, top 10 catches in baseball. Just yeah, so. So I said, can, can you name one catcher? And she says, Tom Seaver? Sounds <laughs> like my family. You know, some people don't know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, I had Johnny Bench as number one. Does anyone? So did, um, yes. so did I. Yeah, yeah me too. too. Yeah. Anybody? Let me hear uh, three, the top three, if you want to offer you a top three. All right. Uh, Sharon, here, Sharon had. You have your list in front of you, Sharon? No, she says no. No, <clears throat> you had, she had Johnny Bench, Yogi Berra, and Roy Campanella. I that's exactly a nice three. I've had them on there. I don't know if they're Okay, that's, that's, that's oh, her top you. three. Uh, who else wants to give it a top three? Uh, Larry? I got Yogi Berra, Thurman Munson, and Joe Mauer. As your top three in the all-time in baseball? That's my top three. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's biased. Biased. <laughs> I'm biased. Uh, Joe? And off the top of my head, how could you not have Josh Gibson? But Wow. Well. Yeah. I had him yeah. in my top ten, but not. Yeah, no, he's got, he's got, he's got, he's got to be. I never saw him play again. No, I know. Say that. We hear stories. Bill Dickey also was considered one of the great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a top three or no? Yeah. Who's your top, Joe? My top three. I mean, you know, emotionally, uh, Campanella and Barra and. Um, got Campanella. And probably Mike Piazza. Yeah. How about Buster Posey? Bench Bench probably was the best all around. I. Yeah. I Milton, you got three? Yeah. I had Johnny Bench first, Carlton Fisk, I got him Yogi Berra, Buster Posey. You got three? And Mike, <laughs> Mike Piazza. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's uh, three. Fred, you got three? Had, uh, yeah, Johnny Bench, Yogi Berra, and Yadier Molina. Yeah. <laughs> Molina for a top three of all time. Yeah, all time. All time. Great, oh, 18, oh, 18, 19 years. Yeah. Just, yeah. Not, is a but not his brothers. Not Benji. No, not Benji and the other guy. He's a third one. Yeah, too. I know. Uh, yeah. Gerald, you got three? Yeah, I, I wanted to mention three that that have not been mentioned, who I think are pretty good catchers. Bill Dickey, Joe Torrey, and Ernie Lombardi. Ernie the top Lombardi. three, I would say Johnny Bench, Mike Piazza, and Gary Carter. Gary Carter oh, yeah. had there was a, you know, uh, the, the, Joe Torrey was taken out of behind, behind the catcher to play the field, wasn't he? First yeah. base. Third yeah, base. first base. Yeah. Third, third base. base. Career. Third base. Catch it to Torrey. Michael, you got Yogi, great. Yogi, Minor, Pudge Rodriguez, Mickey Cochran, and Yogi Berra. Then you're followed, followed by Bill Dickey, Johnny Bench, and Earl Batty. Okay, thanks for That's the three. The Who else has a list? Anybody want to mention? Uh, Stuart, you got a few? Yeah, I got Bench first. I put in Mike by uh, Piazza. I'm biased, I guess. Joe Torrey and I guess Yogi Berra fourth, Carlton Fisk fifth, and Gary Carter sixth. Yeah, I had Berra two and Piazza three. Uh, Gerald? Pretty good catch who maybe is not in the top 10, Elson Howard. Mm. Got about Elson Howard, yeah. Greatest of all time, really? All time. I guess it's your list. You're entitled to that. Who was not, any catcher not mentioned? Uh, Bill yeah. I, think, I think Bill uh, Dickey was mentioned. What about Gary Carter? I think someone did mention Gary Carter. Ted Dickey mentioned. Who? 
Bill Dickey? Someone Someone Dickey. Dickey. I'm I think we hit the majority of them. Yeah. Somebody say Joe yeah. Maurer? I got yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Joe Joe Howard and my grandkids got their haircuts in the same place. <laughs> if you want to go, you want to go really way back. I'm like Gabby Hartnett, right? Oh, oh, yeah. What about Cartoon Fisk? He's mentioned. No one mentioned yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. In any Nobody order, around. it's just Nobody your opinion. Chris. Nobody said Chris Canizzaro. Oh, no, Coleman. Nobody. Listen. Next week we're gonna do shortstops. I'll send you an email uh, on shortstops. Uh, okay, I want to move on. Uh, there was a death in baseball related to baseball, but once I mention this, some of you will remember this, and if you don't remember it, you can Google this, and you're gonna. Piss in your pants. Excuse my language when you hear this. Les Grobstein, longtime Chicago sports person. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk show host, died at 69 years old. Yeah. yeah. For us. He was known as the one who recorded the Lee Ilya, former Cubs oh, manager yeah. in 1983, yeah. profanity <laughs> rant after yeah. the Cubs lost to the Dodgers. The fans at Wrigley were throwing garbage at their own players, Larry Bower and Keith Moreland, after the game. You have to, like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, and yeah, I'm not going to play it for you because it's... Yeah, really. He says, he says the F word in a three-minute rant 37 times. Yeah. You have to hear this rant. So you Google uh, Lee, E-L-I-A, rant. It'll come up automatically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy to hear this. <laughs> Ron, any comments? <laughs> Do you remember those days? Yes. No, no, no not too much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the p- football playoffs began last weekend. Hope you watched. They say the the the, the, um, the reviews were terrible. Terrible as far as the games going. Um, I think there were three or four routes yeah. and uh, who care games. But before we get to the games, um, the, the fan, the FanDuel Sportsbook and DraftKings Sportsbook is legal in New York now. Any of you guys take advantage of that or, or bet on um, games? Well, there are a lot of people who do. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> you win, you lose, you lose, you lose, you win, you lose, you lose, you lose. I like my money. Like my money is right. Okay. So there was a comment. They said in the in the uh, ten teams that were in the playoffs, they had five games last week, right? Uh, at least it was at least. Um, yeah, they had six games. Six games. Ten teams in the playoffs had at least one ex New York Giant. <laughs> that means anything. You put the players in. So, World Series, any of you guys have a favorite game or or we want to talk about one of those playoff games before we go on to the new week? Dallas game. Dallas, Dallas game, yeah. Dallas and the Cincinnati game. Yeah. Who wants to comment about that? Uh... I want to, uh, I just want to say on the Arizona game, there was supposedly a, uh, Arizona had, had a, uh, a problem. They, they, they were, so, uh, they were the Cardinals or even the pre-Cardinals 
in 19, I think 30 something, when, when uh, they were awarded the championship. This was actually before the Bulls, they were top champ, and they played some crazy team uh, that won the game, but was disqualified because they played afterwards an exhibition game, which they won. And that was the curse of the Cardinals, which showed up absolutely perfectly in this game. I never saw a team get so bad in like the first eight minutes or so. It was horrible. They stunk the place out as right. They have the longest drought in the NFL of winning a championship. 47 games, 47 years now? Yeah. One year longer than the the Cleveland team. The Cleveland baseball one year, team. one year defensive baseball. One year. I think the uh, the Maple Leafs have the longest in the hockey. Yeah, and in basketball, it's the, the Kings. The really? Kings, yeah. Uh, Sacramento Kings were the start of Royals. the Rochester Royals. Cincinnati Royals, Royals. The, Rochester, Royals. the Rochester Royals. That one won since the yeah. Rochester Royals. Yeah. Is any relation to you, Stephen Rochester? No. Didn't get your name from there? <laughs> just, just checking. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so you, anybody want to, let's talk about the Cowboy game. We started talking about that. Who wants to comment a little bit on it? Fred? Well, besides the last play, Dallas shot themselves in the foot with what, 15 penalties? I mean, like, yeah. what, would, what was Dallas trying to do with, after they had that successful fake punt? Leaving the punt team on, then they yeah, were yeah, such disarray they had to take a delay game penalty, and they just played a ter- terrible overall game. I mean, 49ers wanted to give wanted to give them the game, but they the end, yeah. I mean, it was a terrible yeah. play at the end. I mean, right. they can't play the last play. right at the end there. Yeah. Um, we that. think they can win the last two minutes of the game. Right. Yeah. Now they're the talking about uh, Jerry Jones says he's going to keep Mike McCarthy. A lot of people think that. They should not keep Mike McCarthy. Maybe I want to comment on that as head coach. Uh, they may have so many penalties. That, that's, that's your coach. That's your coach. Uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, all those yeah. sides and stuff and playing at home, you know, and you can see, you know, a road team bothered by noise getting, you know, offside. I mean, that, what do they call it? Um, not offside. False start. False start. False start. Yeah. Procedure. False start. Yeah. Yeah. start. Ron? Yeah, well, yeah. just two things about that last play. Number one, if Dak Prescott slides five yards earlier, they probably have time oh, to I spike know. the ball. He right. was a yes. little bit yes. uh, yes. for the extra five or six yards to get it into like into the twenties. He right. slides at thirty-five. He has time, and they're blaming the referee for bumping yeah. the player, but the referee. Yeah. Has to spot the ball. The rule. Right, that, the umpire. The, right. Exactly right. The, the referee to and, get out of the way. And my favorite part of the game was when they showed about five crying Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At yeah. the sure. end of the oh, game. They lost. They lost. I love if, if anybody has a chance, Stephen A. Smith, who hates the Cowboys, <laughs> had a clip of his five greatest. Things from that game, and they were all fans crying. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. If you guys have a chance, look it up. Very nice. From our picks last week, nobody, nobody put the Cowboys right. 
<laughs> in, in the oh, Super Bowl. commenting, why didn't anybody pick the Cowboys? No one picked the Cowboys. Uh, hey, Mark, I picked the Buffalo. They did a real good job. I was going to get the Buffalo right now. They look really good. Like Kansas City. Not going to be no, as easy no, no, no. this time. Right, I mentioned that Buffalo. last week. They said they, 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 they played a perfect offensive game. Okay. First time in the history of the N- NFL, a perfect seven game. Seven. They never, since when? I thought it was ever. Seven, seven. No, it was seven. What's that? Seven, uh, well, seven times, seven touchdowns. I'm just confirming what you No, but they said yeah. that they seven. never no punted. They never kicked a field goal. They never turned the ball over. No kicks, no punts, no turnovers. They had two negative plays, but that was the end when the uh, the backup quarterback took a knee yeah. to end the game. Uh, they score on their first seven possessions. They average 12.3 yards on every pass, six yards every run, never sacked, uh, six for seven on third downs. Um, and the only third down not converted was a kneel down. They had more TD passes than incomplete passes. Uh, they gained That's yards on 49 of 51 plays, excluding those kneel downs. Um, second straight, second team in playoff history to score a TV on, on seven straight possessions. The Chiefs did it in 2019 versus the Texans. And the 47 points, and you're crying this one, was the most points ever against the Belichick team in playoffs. Either as a head coach or defensive coordinator. Comments? Yeah. Howie. Uh, at the end of that game, Belichick didn't uh, shake hands with the Buffalo coach. Well, and I was just thinking that maybe he thought they were piling on the points. Uh, and that's why he was pissed off. I don't know if oh, anyone else. Oh, what a change. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, he didn't. He like, walked <laughs> past them. Yeah. I did not know that. Did not know that. Uh, the Pittsburgh mm-hmm. against the Chiefs. We said goodbye to Ben Roethlisberger. Right. We no, said in the Mo- middle of the season this is probably going to be his last season. Didn't doesn't didn't look didn't look sharp and any. He was trying all short passes. You see his pass most of the game. His yeah. arm is shot. Yeah. 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 Looks like he'll be he'll, he'll be a Hall of Famer first first. Had no business being in the playoffs. I think right. uh, Oakland and yeah. the Chargers should have had an agreement. They shouldn't have gone for that field goal. Who's Oakland? <laughs> Who's Oakland? I mean, you know what Who's I mean. Yeah, get, get out of here. <laughs> you know, Roger knows what I mean. I know he's talking about. I'm, yeah. I'm with him. Yeah, I agree. They, they should have had the, the agreement. Let You know, look, we'll both make the playoffs. You know. Yeah, it'd be too fishy on that one. You know what I mean? Pittsburgh. <laughs> Had no business. Roethlisberger shouldn't even played this year. Nine, yeah. seven, and one. Mm. But, but and that's, hey, Ron, that's an yeah. issue with the front office. They they knew he was coming off a couple of bad injuries, and he didn't. You know, he's got he got he's just slowed down. I mean, he it's like watching him is is like watching someone in slow motion moving. Who's, the, who's their alternative? Oh. Mason Rudolph. And Dwayne Haskins, who didn't play at all. Uh, yeah, except that they, except that they mm-hmm. didn't, uh, they didn't think about drafting someone when yeah. they should have right. over the yeah, last couple right. of years. Right. 
maybe they'll draft a guy from their hometown if he's available. The guy from Pittsburgh. Yeah, good. Pocket ticket. What's his name? Ticket. Roger. Fact Roger. is, fact is, they did, the fact is, they didn't do badly considering, uh, you know, considering they really didn't have a quarterback. They had the yeah. playoff Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. yeah and Roger. Rumors, there was a rumor floating around that Tomlin might be asked to go to uh, Oakland. Yeah, I think he shot that down. Tomlin. What's Oakland? Last Oakland. How come you don't say Los Angeles Raiders? Because yeah. Oakland sounds better. Yeah. <laughs> you always associate the Raiders of Oakland. Roger, you want to say something? Yeah, yeah I was just going to say something. That's interesting because I think last year, didn't the Steelers start 11 and 0 last year? And something then like that. They were. Yeah. All the COVID stuff hit. I think there was one week they played almost like three games in a week or yeah. something. Yeah, they were, they were playing like on a Wednesday night and then a Sunday. Yeah. Or something it, was, like it was all crazy and it seemed like it was all downhill after that. You're right. This year it was, they were basically a 500 team. I agree with yeah. Robert. Yeah. They're, they're, they're lucky to get in. Um, yeah. I'm glad the Raiders didn't get a tie in that last game <laughs> as much as I don't like Pittsburgh. But, yeah. but, but Roger, even though I even though I picked Cincinnati, that was a tough call in the Raider game about the with, with the whistle. The whistle. Yeah. The whistle blow. Yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't play well though. They didn't put any pressure on Burrow. I knew it was gonna be a, a tough, you know, they hung in there, they made it close at half, but you know Fred? Yeah. Fred? Yeah. On that whistle, it looked as if the guy stopped. Right. You know, yeah, yeah the, yes, the, yes, the old guys did stop. Yeah, but you know, I guess they always say you play, you play to the whistle. I don't know, you know, right. to the whistle. Yeah, yeah. The, the plays in the end they always usually even out. You know, you think about the, those major ones, but there are other plays during the course of a game where you say this penalty. You know, yeah. was it his? Was it really? Was it really necessary? Yeah. Or if he, but, but, I just but, love but, Burrow. Burrow's going to be. You know, he's a little older than some of the. Yeah, the younger quarterbacks. Yeah. I think he's 25. Yeah. He's he's a great I love watching, yeah. watching James is great but, too. But, by the way, is anybody as tired as of, of this as I am of, of hearing arguments whether this guy got this body part down? Did he control the ball? <laughs> this, he, you know, I mean, you know, it's like oh every time you know you have to review it. You know, did he fumble? Did, did he did he make a football play? Did he do this? Right. You know, right. just Call it what it is. Yeah. I'm the rules. Yeah. I'm the rules. Technology. So I, I just yeah. laugh every time they say, yeah. you know, did he get any 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 part of his body down? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, watch those funny. back knees. The back knees hit before the wherever Monday, the ball is. Yeah. But uh, what's your opinion on this Bruce Arians uh, getting a fifty thousand dollar fine for smacking his for? own player? You guys hear that story? Uh, yeah, no. I, I heard he might be fined. I guess well, he, he was, was. fined fifty. He's appealing it. Uh, supposedly, if you guys don't know what happened, uh, Tampa, Tampa punted the ball to the Eagles and the Eagles muffed the punt. So the the ball is loose. So the players scramble for the ball and there was a big pile up and, and one of the Tampa right in front of the, uh, Tampa Bay bench. And one of the Tampa players was was picking people up and throwing them off the pile. <laughs> he's like he's picking opponents up, pitting his own team. He's throwing p- people, pushing them over the side. And so Arians realizes, well, he he knows, he thinks his team recovered the ball. Uh, smacks <laughs> his own player in the helmet, saying, "If you start doing that, you're touching other players. They're going to give us a penalty. We just made a great play." But they, right. they 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 find them fifty thousand dollars for smacking oh, wow. his own player. 
I think he said he would do it again. Was the he said he'd do it again. <laughs> All right. So let's just see who you're picking this week. What did, Bob, what did Woody yeah. Hayes do a couple of years ago? Oh, he, that was an opponent. He, opponent. He, 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 he knocked an opponent. opponent. The guy had to go into the yeah. field. And, that, yeah, the guy had intercepted a pass back. and was running yeah. down the sideline. He yeah. knocked yeah. him yeah. and stepped yeah. out. Yeah. And he punched him. Yeah. That was yeah. Yeah. I see yeah. it right there. He deserved it. Google that too. You'll see it. He deserved what he got for that. Yeah, he got fired. So, Perfectly so. Just like, just raise you, Cincinnati playing the Titans. Cincinnati. Who thinks Cincinnati? Cincinnati, because I got him going to the Super Bowl. Is Henry uh, really? playing? Only three or four of us. Is who Derrick Henry the Derrick Henry is back. He's, he's definitely back. playing. Definitely that's, playing. That's but he hasn't played in so long. So you don't know. So who says Tennessee? Only mm. one. Some people not even voting. Okay, your choice. San Francisco at Green Bay. Who thinks San, San Francisco? San Francisco, because I got him going to the Super Bowl. It's at Green Bay, right? Oh, San Francisco. All right, who thinks uh, Green Bay? I in favor of Aaron Rodgers. I say Green Bay. What's the weather Bay. report, Mark? That's a <laughs> it's big just cold. Yeah. It's always cold there. You know there. I know, but it will be snowing or something. <laughs> How about the Rams versus Tampa Bay? It should be a good game. Who? Rams. I like the Rams. 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 I like the Rams, but I Tampa Bay. It's in Tampa. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. tough to be again. How about Buffalo? Here's the game. Buffalo at Kansas City. Buffalo people. I want Buffalo. Buffalo, if they can run, they can establish a running game, they have a better chance. They have to run. Kansas City? Right. Yeah. Buffalo has to run. If they have to rely Buffalo. solely on yeah. Allen, they, they will not win. I'm trying to think. I agree. Or Two great better. defenses. Singletary yeah. looks pretty good. Better. I wanted to end in a tie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not this time, Larry. Not this time, Larry. <laughs> Next week, the conference championship Super Bowl is 24 days away. February 13th. 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 Yeah. It's late. Something to live Yeah. Oh, we have the extra week. Okay. Yes. I'm just going to see a couple more things. By the way, when the Houston Texans fired their head coach, um, yeah. when they fired their coach, um, he's an African-American coach yeah. that made uh, the guy on the Steelers as the only yeah, African. Tom, 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 yeah. Tom was the yeah. only African-American coach. Flores got fired, too. Who? Yeah, Flores got Flores. fired, too. Right, right. From Brooklyn, Brownsville. Yeah, hopefully some of these will be rehired. Yep. So we grew up, Brownsville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was a surprise to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. He brought yeah. back from a one in six hole. And I wonder if there was a problem with their quarterback and him. Yeah. They said it was a problem between him and the front office. Yeah, the general the front manager. Office. And the quarterback. Front office will always yeah. win. Yeah. Always win. Okay. And, um, books. And what do you want to say? And, um, the Giants have started to interview and they're narrowing it down for the general manager. Right. And they also did a online uh, Zoom call with uh, Dan Quinn. Quinn, yeah. Former right. Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons defensive coach. coordinator. Right. And he's the, uh, the Cowboys defensive the coordinator, Cowboys, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, so someone brought up, why are, the, why are the Giants interviewing a coach before hiring a General manager, dysfunctional. No, no you're doing just both. basically. No, yeah, Fred. No, I was going to say they probably when they did their general managers interviews, 
asked the asked them who would be on their short list of potential coaches, mm-hmm. and That's the three finals probably mm-hmm. all had Quinn. And oh, Quinn is okay. inter- and Quinn is interviewed with like five other teams already. Right. So if he's that if he's that so much in demand, they can't afford to fall that far behind in it. So it's not like mm-hmm. they're saying you know they're not saying that we're interviewing Quinn and telling the general managers this we, we might want this guy. He's I'm sure his name came up with you know under all all the um, talks. That's the exact reason. Good point. Yeah. But, but you know, by next week brought, they'll have the my, general my son manager. just brought a point up. Why would you want a guy who? Who's a coach of a team that blew a twenty-eight to three? Right, three right, right. They noticed Livingston showed that. Son just mentioned that. Yeah. it's got a point. Well, that's the Giants for you, yeah. sure. And you want yeah, a but defensive everybody, minded coach? But everybody coach. else is want. Everybody else wants this guy too. He's a hot commodity. Hot commodity. Uh, we want. He's a defensive mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. coach. You want a defensive yeah. uh, minded coach or an offensive minded coach? Giants need. Giants need an offensive mind. I think so. They can't An offensive lead. So I don't know if you know this, Troy Aikman. Yeah. Uh, he he's he's branding his own beer. You guys hear about this? Uh, of course, he's the number one analyst uh, for Fox. Right. He's going to have his own beer brand starting in February for the health conscious drinkers. The beer is called Eight for his uniform number. Eight. A beer is ninety calories. It's made from organic grains. Bud Light has 110 calories. So it's less calories than Bud Light. Classic Bud has 145. Eight debuts in Texas in a few weeks. <laughs> I thought you might be interested. And, uh, and John Starks has a Kia dealership. That's right. On Queens Boulevard. Really? Right. really? That's interesting. Quick. <laughs> Oh, I know. Jeff Weisbrot? That's right. Jeff Weisbrot went there. We shouldn't mention him either. All right, Ron, we're up to your basketball. What's the time? You have a basketball and a hockey report? By the way, it's sponsored. If you have a report, you have a report? A little one, yes. Oh, it's sponsored this week by Rock Candy. Rock Candy. Milton, you love people who eat rock candy? Remember Rock Candy? Yeah. Yeah. Very good, Mark. I, I had a lot of people come in with a load of cavities because of Rock Candy. There you go. So I yeah. Thank you. So we used to have them in the waiting room. Sponsoring Ron's uh, basketball and hockey report. What do you okay. got, Ron? Real quick, because we're up against the clock right here. Uh, last night in the NBA, Joel Embiid scored 50 points. Now, okay, no. Wow. Great game. The the great part of it is he did it in 27 minutes. That so he played a little low, basically a little over two quarters, and scored 50 points, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, Ron, my son just told me he was the fourth player to score 50 points or more in 30 minutes. What the fourth time that somebody scored 50 points in 30 minutes less? That that's why that's an amazing stat, and uh, and they won that game. All of in the last six years. And uh, last night also was a, a Jokic for Denver. Uh, scored 49 points and had a triple-double, which is pretty impressive. And uh, I don't know if anybody – I mentioned this before we went on the air. Did anybody watch the net game last night? Some of it. I saw the okay. end. Some of it. And, well, I thought you, know, you were on before. And uh, where I mentioned – 
about three minutes to go. You have Kuzma in the corner, and one of his teammates was passing him the ball, and he was along the sideline where the Nets coaching bench was. He passes the ball, and the ball goes out of bounds, and they call ball going back to the Nets. Kuzma's arguing profusely. The replay showed that as the pass was going into the corner, an assistant coach from the Nets stuck his hand out and hit the ball. So I, I thought, how could that should have been reviewed? Somebody should have reviewed that. And it was just a sh- you know, shame. It was, it was a great game, though. Uh, Wizards almost won, but the you know, Nets came through and, be, and won. But I thought that was an unusual play. So, any, if anybody else has anything for the NBA, yeah, yeah. is Frank Vogel on the hot seat? Yeah, yeah. He, he he is, but and finally, I heard they benched Westbrook Westbrook last night. As I report to him, I'm really poisoned. I think it was like five for fourteen last night uh, shooting. He. He, they should have benched him a long time ago, but he's probably on the hot seat, but mm. he deserves it. They're not playing well. Mm. That's yeah. for sure. Okay. Uh, Any hockey news? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Mention well, something dangerous. about quickly. Yeah. About yeah. The, uh, the Knicks game the other night against Charlotte, this guy Bridges. Oh, yeah. Uh, place on fire. Yes. Yeah. They could have had him in the draft when they took uh, Knox. I guess wow. yeah. dead. <laughs> they, they could have had either either one of the bridges. The guy, the guy from Villanova, is on Phoenix. Was also doing very well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But this kid, I didn't. I never heard of him before. But wow, he made yeah. one move under the uh, basket. And, and good, good thirty-eight points, I think, the other night. Was that it? Thirty-eight. He had twenty-two in the first quarter alone. And of, and of course, Joe. The year before, they could have had Donovan Mitchell, but they drafted Frank Nittikina. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you never know. You never know. What do you got in hockey? Hockey. The Bruins the other night uh, retired Willie O'Ree's jersey number, the first black hockey player. Yeah, I heard so that. And then the Bruins go out and get beat seven to one. (laughs) That was nice. When yeah. did they give up five goals in the first period at home, Ron? That yes. never yeah. happened. Yeah, that. That, that, that's just brutal. Unbelievable. Typical Bruins, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's my. Uh, so that was a big event. And one other thing about the NHL, when they come back from the All-Star break, they're changing their COVID protocol. If you are asymptomatic, you will not be tested for COVID. If you're showing no symptoms... They're saying there's no need to test you. Wow. So wow. I don't big. know if this is going to be a change in no, other sports, no, no, no. too. The only time they're going to yeah, test you is when you're crossing the border. I, I think the NBA has adopted the same thing. Oh, they did really? I think so, yeah. And the NFL. I think hockey is like the third is, is behind them in doing that. Oh, okay. So Meanwhile, the Rangers are doing real nice, and they yes, came back like, 3-1 to win – Five to three. I mean, they're really working hard. That was a great great game last night. I enjoyed it. Except except for the first three and a half minutes. That's right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Is that it? That's what I got. Okay. There was a death in in basketball. I don't know if you guys ever heard of this lady. 
Uh, Lucia Harris. Does that name yep. ring a bell to anybody? Fred, you? Yeah. 66 years old woman. W, she, was, she was actually first woman drafted by the NBA. A woman drafted by the, the first one. Uh, I didn't know that if I read it. She actually. scored her first points in, uh, in women's basketball history at the Olympics. Drafted by the New Orleans Jazz in the seventh round in 1977. She didn't compete because she became pregnant. Uh, the Warriors tried to draft a woman in 1969 at Denise Long, but the M NBA blocked it because she didn't meet the criteria to be drafted because she was a woman. <laughs> anyway, this Lucia Harris, she went to Delta State University. Fred, where is that? Mississippi. And she won three straight national titles, I guess. They were a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. Powerhouse, Delta State. Oh, yeah. She won a Silver Olympic in the 76 Montreal Olympics. She's the uh, inducted into Basketball Hall of Fame in 92 and became the first woman to do so, um, I believe, in the Women's Hall of Fame, too. And she was subject of a, of a film uh, last year. <laughs> Uh, a short film called The Queen of Basketball. So if you want to download that and see about Lucia Harris. And I want to speed up a little bit here. Uh, I asked Fred to give a little little segment each week. Remember when, a couple of weeks ago we talked about colleges and where they are and they were <laughs> obscure colleges and he did very well. Fred so is the this is a thing for Fred. I'll probably Can you guess where I am? I'll probably blow this now. I have about six of them real quick. Uh, all right. Alice Lloyd College. I don't, I've never heard of it, bro. I'll guess Texas. I don't think I'm wrong. Uh, it's Pippa Passes, uh, Kentucky. You give me schools I never heard I of. I picked you some tough ones here. Converse <laughs> University. Converse. Put them South on the Carolina. That's right. Oh, Spartanburg, wow. South Carolina. Wow. Erskine yeah. College. Oh, Erskine. Do West, South Carolina. Uh, I never heard of this. Uh, right. Here's one. Uh, Defiance College. Defiance. Ohio. Ohio. Right, Ohio. Ohio. That I know. All right. We'll end it like that. But each book, I'll give you a couple. <laughs> we'll press for time a little bit. Yeah. I hope you guys are watching the Australian Open. No, no. Novak. The joke no. Vic, he's gone. Uh, so I guess. Blocked. Rafa. And Nadal's going to win, huh? <laughs> it's an upset. Okay. But sad news, you heard about uh, Chris Everett. Uh, yeah. With her ovarian yeah. cancer at 67. Yeah. Um, huh? Going awesome. through treatments right now. Her sister died of, at, at 62 of ovarian uh, cancer. Terrible. Right. So it's in the family there. Yeah. We hope the best for her. And before we get to, tr to trivia, uh, there was a death in tennis. I never heard of this guy, but maybe some of you did. Robert Bob Falkenberg. Oh. Berg. Anybody ever hear of him? Nope. Yeah, 94. Robert story. Bob Falkenberg. Mark. Jewish boy to me. 95. Mark? Yeah. Michael. I'm sorry. Finish this because I have an ironic response. 95 years old. He was the winner of the 1948 Wimbledon men's singles at the age of 22. Uh, famous for bringing fast food to Brazil. I guess he did that when his tennis career was over. He also won double doubles titles in his amateur era. Remember years ago before the, the uh, if you 
it was open. the amateurs and the pros yeah. before they open air, yeah. You open air, and he partnered with Jack Kramer. I have a Jack Kramer tennis mm-hmm. racket in my attic. Uh, he was a national champion in '44 with partner Don McNeil, and inducted into the International Tennis Hall of Fame in 1974. Rest in peace, Robert Bob Falkenberg, '95. Michael. A couple of things. One. I'm finishing the book, the autobiography of Billie Jean King, and she had horrible things to say about Jack Kramer until later on in, in life when they became friends because he was so opposed to, to the women developing their own professional league. But that's not what I wanted to mention. I actually thought when you were going to say a tennis player died, I was asked to do a funeral Sunday for a guy whose name is Chris Growalt. I never heard of him. In the 70s and 80s, he was also, that's why I thought this would be the irony of ironies. He mm. was a professional, he was a, an instructor out on Long Island, who, but, and he temporarily, or for just a brief time, he trained the McEnroe's, but apparently he played with everyone from Bobby Riggs to Ken Rosewall to Stan Smith and Billie Jean King. He was in several US Opens. I never heard of him. And I follow tennis. His name is Chris Growall. G-R-O-W-A-L-D. I'd never heard of him. I thought that's what you were going to say because I just got that today to, to officiate at a funeral for this guy who was a professional tennis player. His name may make the um, I never heard of papers him. tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Mike, on that. So we do have, we're at 5.30 right now. We can go about five, six, seven, eight minutes in trivia questions. I know you guys are waiting for trivia questions to stump us. So, uh, all right. Uh, Gerald, why don't you go first? Who was the only major league player to hit a walk-off inside the park grand slam home run? That's pretty rare. You better <laughs> give us a uh, hint. I'll give you the year. Yeah, The year was 19, 1956, July 25th, 1956. Bobby Avila? No, and he played for an East Coast team. Name the team. (laughs) Name the team. (laughs) What's the team? (laughs) What's the city? All right, the city's Pittsburgh. Ralph Kiner. No, 56. He wouldn't get around the bases. (laughs) No, only on a home run. Fast 56 player. Bill Manti. No, he wasn't there yet. Dick Grove. Dick Grove wasn't there yet. Um, He he was slow as could be, Dick Grove. All right, give us initials then. If you don't know, you'll tell us. RC. Clemente then, no? No, yes, Clement. Really? Sec- I didn't think he was there yet. Very good. That's what I thought. Wow. All right, Fred, go ahead. What's, what's the significance of the number 613 being hung from a banner in Madison Square Garden? Nat Holman. Red Holman. Red Holman. Right. Number, number of wins in a regular season. Okay. The number of number of wins in a in the regular season that he had. Which corresponds the to the number mitzvahs. of right. The number of six six That's why I started from six thirteen. Who else has a question? Yeah. All right, Michael. Uh, who was Dinah Washington's eighth husband? Oh, Nin- Lane. Football Dick, Dick Night Train Dick, Lane. Dick Night Train Lane. Good. 
Eight and she died young. Yeah. <laughs> that was her last husband. Young. Died right after right after him. Yeah. You want another? I have another one. I got one. Which major league player played his entire career successfully with Tourette's syndrome? A Jim Eisenreich. Jim Eisenreich. Eisenreich. Right. Right. Minnesota, yeah. yeah. Most of Kansas City. Yeah. Right. right. Few Minnesota. more minutes. So we got uh, Gerald Gatt. Make it easy. <laughs> this is an easy one. one. Keep it in the century. <laughs> between the between the between the end of the tenure of Joe Torrey's managerial career with the Cardinals and the beginning of the tenure of the career of Tony Larusa, there was an interim manager. Name him. <laughs> Mike Jorgensen. Yes. Very wow. good. Wow. I, I, I have to say, my, I have to admit, my son told me that. But I wasn't. That wasn't from me. He's sitting here whispering things. Oh, okay. All right, Michael. Give him credit. Who has the most twenty-five point games in Nick history? Richie Garen. No. Bernard King. Who said that? Bernard King is right. Wow. I, I said it. Yeah, it was just a wow. guess. Good, good job. My well, favorite player. Who else? Questions? Come on. My friend was his history teacher. One of my favorites. All right, who was the first Detroit Tiger to have his uniform retired? Ty Cobb. The number wasn't Ty Cobb. Uh, Hank Greenberg. No. Charlie Geringer. What? Charlie Geringer. Charlie Geringer. Geringer. Line in 1980 was the first Detroit Tiger. They waited. They waited. Great, great they players before them. Number six. Right. That's surprising. Number six. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Few more minutes. We're in overtime wow. here. No tea. Oh, All right, uh, Michael. Who has six career home runs off of Sandy Koufax? <laughs> no. He also has six career home runs off of Fergie Jenkins. One, That's one help. He likes good pitchers. <laughs> right. Uh, was he his righty batter, right? He played for the uh, Pirates. Clemente? No, it's not Clemente. Clemente is the answer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Clemente questions you got. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Gerald. Keep it, keep it. We know it. Who are the Who are the only two players to win? This is baseball to win league MVP, World Series MVP, and All Star Game MVP. Two players. Hey, Rob. Uh, Derek Frank Jeter. Robinson. I say you again. Jeter and Frank Robinson. Yes, Frank Robinson. Who else? Derek Jeter. It wasn't no. Jeter? No. no. He never he shares the last name with he shares Frank Robinson's last name. Brooks. Brooks, Brooks. Brooks Robinson. Yes. 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 64. We'll go two more minutes. I got one. Oh, you got another one, Michael? Roberto Clemente, answer, right? <laughs> yes. I buzz in. Roberto Clemente. Who is Roberto Clemente? <laughs> Michael, go ahead. Who made the last out in the 1969 World Series? Baby Johnson. Baby Johnson. Johnson. 
right. Leon Jones. I, to his daughter. Yeah. Uh, Fred. Who hit the first home who hit the first home run at, at City Field? Good one. Wow. David Wright? No, not for the Mets. Obscure player on the opponent. The <laughs> what team? What team? I think San Diego Padres. Right. And it's not Chris Canizero, right? No. <laughs> I don't remember the guy's first name, but I remember his last name. Upton? No, Upton no. even now. His last name began with a G. What's his Jody. first name? <laughs> What's his first name? That's the answer. Jody's, Jody's JG. Jody? Jody's first name, yeah. But Jody but Jody also played for the Indians. Very pretty much of an obscure player. Yeah. It was jo Jody Davis, the catcher. For no, JG. G. I know. Right, who is it? Jody Garut. <laughs> Never in a million years. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the family of the Garut family. We do not know you. <laughs> nobody else has a question. Same old people. Gerald. 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 Yeah. Leo DeRocha managed the Dodgers from 1939 to 1946 and 1948. For most of the 1947 season, who was the Dodger manager? Oh, Bird Bird Shotton. Bird Bird yes, very good. I saw 14 yeah. five times. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> That's how I remember that, too. That's how I remember that, too. And why, why didn't he manage in the 47 season? He gambling. Suspended. The actress yep. Lorraine Day in his relationship with her, wasn't that it? No, he was, was gambling. It? Gambling, I, oh, was I don't gambling. think it was gambling. I think no. it, was, it may have been. Yeah. I think part of it was no. because he had a relationship with this young actress, Lorraine Day. Yeah, I remember. Who he had did. been married. And I think there was a lot of objections to him from the, the religious circles. Well, yeah. I right. think that was part of it. I thought it was gambling. All right, guys, so, uh, I have, I have, to pull the the plug. <laughs> I have to pull the plug on the show today, show 90. Um, if you, you want to say one more thing there, uh, Gerald, before we say goodbye? One, one quick thing. Yeah. In 1947, Commissioner Happy Chandler suspended DeRosha for a year due to his accumulation of unpleasant incidences, which included his accused association with gamblers, led by Jackie Robinson, who DeRosha staunchly supported when he broke the Dodgers captured the 47 National League pennant. So his, associ his associate association with gamblers, which might have included uh, his wife's uh, friends, I suppose. That's the only reason I know about I mean, Lorraine Day was an actress who yeah. we would have yeah. seen in smaller roles. But that's the only reason I know about her, because of the scandal. Yes, yeah, right. They had a relationship. But it might have been wrong. It might have been the, more the gambling. All right, guys, we got a lot to talk about today, and I hope you enjoyed the show, which will bring you back here next week, same time, same place. Have a fabulous week. 127. And uh, I guess you got to dress warm in the next couple of days or whatever. It's going to be really, really cold in the New York area. And, Did it snow in New York? Huh? Did it snow in New York? It snowed out. No. No. going to be really, really cold the next four or five days. So dress warm, stay well, wear those masks, and we'll see you all out here next week. Stay inside and watch football. Thanks, Mark. Good night, everybody. Take care, everybody. Stay in tomorrow, Jerry. Yes, yes. Take care, Mike. Take care, Mark, and all. Take care.